0: On the Choose to Think podcast, I will encourage and empower you to engage and optimize your best thought life in practical, meaningful ways so that you can live day by day in joy, peace, and God's purpose despite all externals. This is Victoria, and welcome back to the Choose to Think podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome, everyone, to the Choose to Think podcast. What a delightful day this is. I have the pleasure of introducing you to my virtual assistant. Her name is Deborah, and she resides in Uganda. And I asked her several weeks ago, I said, Deborah, why don't we do an interview, just a podcast episode? and let everyone get to know you a little bit. So I wanted to introduce her to you, to the listeners, and maybe you're watching on YouTube as well. So welcome to everyone, welcome back. If you're, if you're a regular to the show, but I think you're in for a treat. We really don't have anything scripted or planned out to talk about. We're going to just let our conversation evolve and see where it takes us. But I think that along the way, you're going to see a young lady halfway across the world who is on fire for the things of Christ, and on a mission to glorify god and i'm quite certain that you will find this inspiring and encouraging as well so deborah welcome to the choose to think podcast that you help every week to get go to make it happen
1: so welcome right i'm so glad to be here it's such an honor
0: oh my goodness and if you haven't seen her pictures, she's just such a lovely, lovely young, young gal. She, I think you're on an Instagram post from at some point or another. And, but anyway, we'll make sure. I mean, now we're going to have a blog post about you, Deborah. We're going to be doing everything that we normally do for our episodes. So I do want to read um, everyone and just share a little bit about about her as a backdrop as we get our conversation conversation going deborah says that she's passionate about serving god through singing and playing instruments so we want to unpack that she's a part of the worship team at living ministries of christ international which is pastored by does ap mean apostle yeah okay so by the apostle paul steve busulwa busulwa how do we say that? how do we say? That? Busura. Busura? Busura. Okay. <laughs> She's a student of accounting and finance, on leave from her studies at the moment. And she volunteers her time and talent at grassroots family. Quote, and they share the gospel and they care for communities there to win more souls for the heavenly kingdom. As a matter of fact, that's actually how. I was introduced to Deborah, it was through Grace Julius. You might remember his interview, his appearance on the podcast several months ago. It was last year, where he shared about grassroots ministry and what they did. As a matter of fact, he, there's also a blog post about his grandmother. He wrote a tribute to his grandmother that is just so lovely. So you want to pop over to the website victoriadwalker.com and read that blog post. You can just click blog and then you can go through um, the topics there. But so he was such an inspiration. So I had reached out to him and I said, ah. Oh, Grace Julius, I need someone, do you know anyone who might be willing to help a little bit with some of the social media marketing and administrative tasks that I have for my ministry? And without missing a beat, he recommended Deborah to me. And so that's how our exchange began. And I have to confess that I knew nothing about having a virtual assistant. I'm Googling all this information on trying to create some kind of, concept for us and quote a contract for us so that we'd know what we were doing and getting into I did reach out to another friend named Ruel who's also been on the podcast and I asked him about his experience with virtual assistants so he did give me some feedback and so forth but anyway we've kind of Deborah and I have just worked this out as we've gone it's been bumpy at times and If there's nothing else I know about Deborah, it's that she's been so extremely patient with me as I learn how to do all of this and how to work with someone really behind the scenes. So anyway, tell us a little bit, Deborah, just tell us about who you are and, you know, your life and your family. I would really love to know. And I'm sure my
1: listeners would, too. I grew up in a Christian family like all my family members, all my parents, they're all Christians and we grew up in a Christian family. They encouraged us to go to Sunday school every Sunday. So that is how we were brought up, fearing God. But I should say me as a person, I knew God, but I, I didn't have a personal relationship with him because I was just following what my parents used to tell me. Like, you have to pray every Sunday. How can you stay at home? You had no excuse at all. So I followed that tendency of going to church, but I didn't actually get to know God. So we were, by then we were five. There is a little brother of mine who was given birth to in 2010. So that is how we conducted our lives. We we grew up praising God in Sunday school, participating, going in camps. My parents worked so hard so that they see like we grew up in, in the right path, that we grew up with God. Yeah. So when did your personal
0: relationship with Christ start and how did that happen? When I was
1: growing up, I thought I knew Christ, but I never gave the Bible so much time. But when I started reading the Bible, I think that, it, that was 2012. So that is when I gave my life to Christ as my personal Lord and Savior, regardless of the family and how we used to go. So that is where my turn up came. I started getting myself into Christ because there are situations that really happen. And in my life, like, hard times, they really helped me to know God more and to trust him. But I think I would, I would have my father got laid off work. Mm. And my mom was just doing homework. She wasn't working at all. So, you know, when you believe your parents that they can give you everything, they will provide for all your needs. That was me. I believed in my parents so much that they would give me, so in that time, when my father got laid off work, things started getting tough. Life was not easy. Like we had, we all had basic needs as children. And there is no way you can tell a child, like maybe wait, be patient, you know, like children don't understand that there is no money or we can forego this at the moment. So that was me. And I got so disappointed so much in my father. I even reached to the point of, of not forgiving him. Like I hated him because he could not, like he disappointed me, I should say. But when I got to learn all that, I, I decided maybe God tells me in one way or the other to turn to him. That is when I knew that okay, parents can disappoint, like people can disappoint. They cannot provide every need that you need. So that is when God helped me. I started knowing him. By then I had started reading the Bible, understanding it, because it really takes the Holy Spirit to understand what you read. Because we used to read it all along in Sunday school. We sing songs out of the, the the chapters, but I didn't know. I didn't really know what the, the the scriptures meant. So when I started reading my my Bible personally, that is when I got to understand that God is so great. It is the like he's the only one we can put our trust in. That is when I got to know him and things became, they started
0: becoming better. Would you say, Deborah, that that was one of the hardest times you've walked through Was what you know those were life lessons for you and what a mature young lady to, to finally realize that, you know, it's my parents are wonderful and I will honor them and I will respect them, but. Even my parents are human beings and they can disappoint and they can make mistakes and not saying that your father made mistakes, but we, we can all think about these things about our own parents. But to be able to, at an early age, switch that to a position of forgiveness and just a deeper understanding that God is the constant in all of this, in all of our lives. He is the one who never changes. He is the one that we can really trust and rely on. That's a pretty big lesson to learn at such a young age. Was that, do you have other lessons or was that kind of the hardest
1: moment for you as far as your Christian journey? It wasn't the the hardest because I had challenges along the way, but I think that was, the starting point of me trusting God, maybe God wanted me to pass in such a situation so that I get to recognize him as the one whom we should put our trust in. Yeah, so there are other instances that happened, but they all went on building my trust in God. I should say I trust in God in a hard way. (laughs) You know, sometimes I think,
0: All of that sounds good, but I always wonder what that looks like on the day-to-day of it all. In other words, how do you practically trust God? I know that you can inside say, yes, I trust God, and he is my steady, he is my anchor, he is my stronghold. We can say all of those things, but what do you do each day, kind of practically speaking, that really
1: set your mind in that direction? I try to stay positive. I try my level best to stay positive and there are things I say to myself. First of all, I don't have to worry because worrying is the opposite of trusting God. So when I start my day, there are things I I, I proclaim that help me remind, remind me that I have God. whatsoever situation I'm going to face in this day, I have God. There is one that I use, I use the Lord is my shepherd. Mm. If he's my shepherd, then I shall not want. I keep on reminding myself that every single day. And then there is this one, like, I put him first in my everything. I, I consider him to be in the first place. You know, when you when you put something else, when something else is better than God in your life, it is going to become your source of worry. So I, I I tell it to myself like, my God, I put you in the first place. And God doesn't disappoint. You know, when I try to exercise it, I call his Holy Spirit to guide me because he was left to us as a helper. I call upon his name, I, I tell him about that day now that, that i started. I'm going to work, I'm going to move. There are so many things that are annoying along along that day but help me be my shepherd then that's when the the day ends yeah yeah and the other
0: thing that happens when you make those kinds of declarations and affirmations and when you speak the scripture back and you verbalize those things is that your brain at that point is then on high alert to look out way out for the ways that god is your shepherd and to look for the ways that god is faithful and to to be on the lookout for ways in how god strengthens you and supports you and guides you your brain once you declare that your brain is very hungry like this computer-like machine and it wants to prove your declarations right And so it's a really awesome dynamic when we simply speak scripture and we declare that truth and we affirm who God is, his character, his identity, who he says we are and what he says about our circumstance. When we affirm those using his scripture, then our brain will follow suit. And we'll begin to look for ways that that is all true. And it's an amazing principle that's there. And it's that taking our thoughts captive really from the get-go and making sure that we're lining up our thoughts with God's truths, because that will lead us to to a path of light and life and peace and joy that if we go in the other direction, we won't find any of those things. And if we go in the other direction, then we will not really be testifying of God's goodness and the provision that he offers in our lives. So thank you for sharing those practical aspects and just things that you do every day, kind of to set this tone for your day, and then to be on the lookout for that as, as you go on. That's so important. I wanna know a little bit more about your singing and your playing of instruments. That's what you were saying. You're passionate about serving God that way. So what
1: instruments do you play? I play acoustic, acoustic guitar. Like, oh, the guitar? Okay. I'm good at that, the electric guitar. Those are the ones I play and the traditional drums. I don't think you know them, but those So there's also the
0: YouTube channel, but I'm thinking of the song Celebrate or something like that. You know what I'm talking about? And <laughs> and you appear yeah. in that video. Who is that singer?
1: That is my sister. My sister. Oh. It's Esther.
0: Yes, Esther. Okay. How much older is she than you? Four years. Just four years? Okay. Yeah. And all of the other people singing, who are those people? No, those are some of our friends, but mostly some of our youth friends from church. Okay. So what is the purpose of that, of that song and that channel? Is that promoting your group or is it promoting an album, some kind of recording? What is the purpose of that?
1: My sister is a musician. Mm-hmm. She, she records songs. She's she's talented. Like she writes her own songs, so that is her song. She was she was airing out. It is a song about celebrating, celebrating what the Lord has done for you, celebrating your life. If you got an achievement, like you can celebrate it. You celebrate the parents that God has given unto you. You celebrate the friends. It's all about. The little things that God has done for us. We acknowledge them by celebrating them. Yeah,
0: we'll have to put a link to the song in the show notes. And by the way, if you're listening on YouTube, would you hit that subscribe button and also ring the notification bell so that you can stay tuned to our channel and know when stuff is coming out. It also really helps the algorithm. Or if you're listening to the podcast on Apple, if you would take like two minutes to light up the five stars and to write a really quick review, we would love it. It would help us so much to keep the good word going and the good news Um, out there so thank you so much for your support but I'll be sure and link it it's such a catchy song it's a it's a really uh, it is a celebratory joyous kind of little upbeat tune and melody to it I just I I love it I've watched it a couple times so but I never was putting together who that actually was so but so very well done it was excellent photography and the videography and all that was so so nicely done so is there anything else you want us to tell you want to tell everyone about living in uganda
1: uganda is basically a landlocked country but we basically do farming like there are a lot of farmers here so maybe what i can say is that during this pandemic like churches were locked. I think we are in two weeks, ever since the churches opened up, we've been in lockdown and we were carrying everything online. Mm. So, but I should say like, God has been so good. He has blessed us during the pandemic because when COVID-19 started, the foodstuffs, like the prices reduced and everything was in plenty So the Lord provided us in that way. We didn't find any, yeah, like prices have, they reduced like never before. Everything was in plenty and yeah, we got through it
0: in that way. During our lockdown period and even now, I mean, there have been some shortages and the prices have gone way up and we, have an unemployment crisis even right now so our country's still kind of suffering as a result of of all of that and but of course we know like you said god does provide and he is on the throne he is still sovereign and that's important to keep that perspective and to do what we can to to help and to serve. So my last question, Deborah, as we close out is let's talk about working with the ministry. Maybe some of our listeners want to know what it's like. What has your experience been? I think we're like maybe six months in now. Is that right? Yeah. So tell us, frankly (laughs) when it's been like how have you managed to deal with me i don't know
1: in the first place when grace reached out to me like i was i was so shocked i should say i didn't expect anything like that at all so he came he came to me and explained like he told me a little bit about you so when i got to to work with you like I just bless God for your life. Like, Mm -hmm. you're so bearing. (laughs) I know when we started, things were not easy at all. But you're so bearing. I've never seen anything like that. Actually, I already told my family, like, oh, my God. God has given me a very wonderful person. Like, she's so bearing. She's so good. Oh, my (laughs) goodness you have no idea Deborah. that is
0: exactly what I say about you I'm like this poor young woman working with me the reason I say child is because it's to me your patience level is through the roof and it is so sweet and innocent and or seems that way and I'm like I don't know because because you know we're just it's been bumpy at times and and i want to be that person to you behind the scenes the same as the person everyone sees each week the same as my children see the same as all the players when i play pickleball see the same as the people when i go to church i want to be that kind of authentic person that you know me, I know you, this is like the real me, this is just me, and I want to be that person, and so I have felt more like even under, even when I've corrected, I've I've not wanted to correct harshly or in a, in a mean, because we're talking about little teeny minuscule things, like maybe a misspelling or something like that, that in the end, doesn't really matter because what's a misspelling to God, but yet as a professional and as an entrepreneur, we want to present professionally and we want to present with excellence and accuracy. And so that little tug of war in there has been, has been difficult, but the truth is that in the end, I know that God has all of that covered, but I've not known how to really to deal with that, I've never worked with someone like been, I'm a professor, yes, and an instructor, yes, and I have had thousands of students, but I'm teaching them Spanish, or, you know, maybe like first year class, or some little other class that I'm teaching, but this has been a more, you know, like colleagues kind of thing that I've never really I've never really had, and so I have really appreciated your patience, and just how willing you've been to turn and shape, you know, put this together in a new way, or okay, yeah, that doesn't work, let's try this, just that flexibility has really been, been amazing, so, I, you know,
1: hats yeah. off to you. It has really been a blessing. It has really blessed my life. I've learned so many things. I've got to understand like how to associate people outside my continent. And it is really such a beautiful experience.
0: Yeah, one of the things I loved is that somewhere I saw on social media, I think you have listed that you're a virtual assistant at a Grateful Heart Ministries, or something like that. And I was like, oh my gosh, that made me feel so proud. I'm like, wow, this is such a big deal. And from the Facebook community, We would invite all of you to go to Facebook. It's Choose to Think and Fired Up Mind, Choose to Think Podcast and Fired Up Mind community on Facebook. You can go search for that group. And Deborah is an administrator on that group. And she kind of holds everything together there. And she's the one responding a lot. Like if you're making a comment or something or sharing a post, we so appreciate that because that also helps to get the word out about the podcast and about, our initiatives to to share God's truth and his good news with other folks and to uh, invite people into our lives to see what it's like to be a 21st century Christian. I could be Deborah's mother and she lives in another continent, but it doesn't matter because when all of those demographics fade, what you have left are two individuals who love the Lord and who are serving the Lord, and we're not perfect. and And it's been such a wonderful experience for me to work with Deborah, though I know I felt frustrated and I've not known I'm out of my comfort zone sometimes because this is a new experience for me, but it's one that is teaching me to to slow down and to be patient and not to. Um, always have to be perfect quote perfect that sort of thing and and to think that there's someone halfway across the world who, is praying for choose to think podcast and praying for this ministry and investing her time and energy into this program is really, really an honor. So, and we've had lots of positive comments. My friends have said, Oh, I love what Deborah posts and she just has such a nice way of writing. You can tell she's a gifted writer. She's pinning most of those things on Instagram and on Facebook on, on behalf of the ministry. So she's speaking from her own experience, Experience and out of her own from her own soul directly from her heart to yours she's sharing things of her life so give her some love if you can when you're there but but deborah thank you so much for all you do and for your sacrifices and for your patience and your willingness to continue to invest in the ministry we really really do appreciate that
1: thank you so much for everything.
0: yeah <laughs> you're quite welcome That's a wrap brain changer. Thank you so much for tuning in and say, if you like what you hear, please consider sharing this link to the show with a friend or a family member who you think might be encouraged by the inspiring and hope-filled messages that I try to put out every single week. So thank you so much for your support. And until next time, Dios primero y que Dios te bendiga. Ciao.